You are listening to Fucking Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Not, not suitable. Not, not suitable for work. Get them titties out. Boobies. 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 Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. You can fuck my wife, just don't get her pregnant. Get them pooters out. You're going to learn a lot of Australian slang today. Chucky Bickies. Chucky Bickies. Shit happens when you party naked. (laughs) Because you're a cunt. Shit happens when you party naked. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party. Naked. What's up, motherfuckers? You're listening to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. What's going on? My name is Jason Almy. I am your host. I am joined by my co-host, the beautiful, the sexy, the titwaity. Christina, what's up, baby? Hey. Hey. And uh, everybody, you just heard the world premiere of our new intro music. Appropriately enough, we're playing it before we speak to the men themselves, Dave Chaffee and Hank Evans from the Man Brain Podcast. That uh, little intro tune there was Dave's own handiwork. He's been immortalized here on Shit Happens When You Party Naked, so I just want to say thank you, Dave, for that intro track. It was lovely. Christina, did you enjoy that intro track? Fucking loved it. Fucking loved it. Get them cooters out. <laughs> That's like, uh, gotta, gotta be a new tagline for this motherfucker. And um, Dave and Hank, we're going to be talking to Dave and Hank from the Man Brain Podcast. In fact, we're going to be calling them here in just a sec. And I think we got a long one in store for you, so I am not going to dilly-dally on our intro, catching up, telling you guys about my jizz or uh, some other such, making you do Samuel L. Jackson or any of that bullshit. They're from England, right? Yeah, just like the Geico Gecko. Yeah, that's they're from They're from Gecko Land, I'm a.k.a. Looking, England. I'm looking forward to talking with them. We're not going to seem xenophobic at all. Mm-mm. But uh, before we get into that interview, I do want to say what's up to my NSFW. That's not safe for work, motherfuckers. Podcast network. These are my these are my crew. These are my homeboys and girls. These are these are the motherfuckers that uh, you know. We got their back. They got our back. We're a gang. We're gonna beat the shit out of you. We're gonna sell you drugs. That type of thing. We're a gang. What's your favorite show on the uh, Not Safe for Work network, honey? Shit happens when you party naked. That was a very safe answer. I appreciate that. Yeah. What What about uh, hashtag no offense? I like them. Yeah, you love Chris. They are right. Yeah, yeah, he's good dude. Yeah, right. we met him in real life. Yeah, he liked my penis. So <laughs> he loved your penis. Yes, everybody. Props to that. They couldn't get enough of your dick. I mean, no. it was incredible. I also want to say hey to Bickerbots. Yeah, I also want to say what's up to the Hood Diner. I want to say what's up to Just the Tips, a memoir. I just love that name. Camacho. I love that name too. Isn't it good? Mm-hmm. But you have to be careful when you say memoir so you, people can tell that it's actually a play on words and you're not just saying the word memoir. It's memoir, M-E-N. Oh, actually. It's memoir. I thought it was memoirs. No, no, no. It's a play on words. Oh, I play suck. Play on words. No, you don't. No, you don't. You just... He's not lying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't I wish? <laughs> oh. 
Uh, Let's say what's up to these drunk bitches. I don't know where the fuck y'all bitches have been, but we're they gonna, are drinking. They are definitely out drinking. If if anything is true, it is that, my love. Uh, the Plunge Podcast. We've met the Plunge Boys in real life too. Yeah. We gotta love the Plunge Boys. I mean, mm-hmm. they they put their dick on the line for our entertainment. Mm-hmm. Rolling rolling the fucking dice, fucking mm-hmm. playing Russian roulette with their cock and balls, just so that you can text fat girls and and uh, little people Aww. and try and hook them up. So. It's all good in the hood. Um, sip and swear. I don't know where the fuck they are either. I think they're in jail or dead, possibly buried in the desert in Mexico somewhere. I don't know. I don't know what the story is with uh, Noah and Beer Can Dan, but we hope you come back to us soon, guys. Okay? Save the best for last. Simmons and more. Hashtag Sam PC. Our dudes down in Jersey doing big things. I love uh, Sam PC, man. Shit. What do you say we get to the phones? We call these Australian motherfuckers up. I don't know what time of day it is for them. It's like 3 a.m. or some shit for them. But let's call these Australian motherfuckers up. Let's see what it's like to experience summertime in December. And that that fucking shit is weird. I'm not quite that old yet. Um, <laughs> still in my 30s, Hank. How about you? Oh, yeah. How about you, Hank? Dude. How old are you? Oh, shots fired. I apologize, Hank. I'm really. I'm not trying to start us off on a bad foot. Oh, right. How old is Hank? Hank uh, recently turned 40. Oh, yeah. like how a, recent? Uh, like a month ago. Oh, yeah. happy belated. Little, oh, thank you. Did you, were, was it upsetting? Did you cry or were you excited? Uh, probably a bit of column A, a bit of column B. He motivated a boob cake. Like, did you really do that? Yeah, no, for reals. Yeah, so one of my good friends, um, she did drunkenly um, say that, yes, I could motorboat her, um, but she ended up making a, a boob cake for me instead. So I know. see. I see. So you didn't get to check that box. But what about what about uh, paying for it? Is that a service you're willing to pay for? Uh, uh, of course, if you had the money. <laughs> but no. no. Oh. I'm sure as you've you've worked out, I have no money. So as I bang on about constantly on the podcast. He got fined for littering oh, fuck. on that night. Fuck, I'd forgotten that. How much did you get fined? Uh, $270. <laughs> but that's Australian dollars, so it was really $17.37 in American dollars. Uh, $17.37 in American dollars after the conversion. What did you litter? Uh, a cigarette butt. And you got fined for litter... Really? Yep. Are there um, appropriate disposal setups for cigarette butts or what are you supposed no. to do with it? No. No. So you're supposed to just swallow them. Uh, smoke it, put it out on your own testicles and then swallow the butt. <laughs> and of course yeah. you took it graciously. Oh no, I lost it. <laughs> accepted the fine. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the expe- inspector for doing a great job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Yeah, yeah. You you got me, officer. I was just testing. I'll take this one on the chin. I really wanted to be caught. This was a cry for help. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Hank, I'm afraid you were born just on the wrong continent, my friend, I think. Yeah, pretty much. If you'd been born in India, you could just shit in the street. So a cigarette <laughs> yeah. butt is like nothing. Yeah. Most people yeah. just shit in the street. Yeah. It's also recently now illegal to eat while driving. What? Uh... What? I haven't what? heard that. Three, three demerit points. Not that that means much. To Get <laughs> fucked. Is it? Is it demerit <laughs> like uh, what we call is like points on the license over here? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like Same a point. Thing. Okay. Because a demerit always reminds me of like those 
British movies where the kids are in boarding school and they're getting like beaten, raped and shit. <laughs> Those are my favorites. It's yeah. the only time I use the word demerit. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we did get, go to an all boys private school. So yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, we know for reals what you're talking about. Yes. Now you've got me aroused. I should welcome you guys to the show. Before we go on too much further, I should introduce you. The Man Brain Podcast is very well renowned here, even in the States. And so you probably need very limited introduction. But I should say that today we are pleased and honored to be hosting the hosts of the Man Brain Podcast, Mr. Dave Chaffee and Mr. Hank Evans. What's up, gentlemen? How y'all doing? Holy shit, you got his last name right, too. He interacts with me a lot on Twitter. I'm totally impressed, man. Well, A, I do my research, first of all. Do, I'm not do, one of these do. assholes. I find out everything about you. Like, I've got everything. I've got your your criminal history. I've got your medical history. I've got your dental history. Honey, I've got your sexual history. Honey, you're not supposed history. to tell guests that. I'm just saying. I've been watching you guys. The podcast cabal has kept me apprised of your every movement. <laughs> so I know everything about you, Hank. That's all right. I've got nothing to hide. I know what kind of condoms you don't use. Uh, I'm a fucking open book. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> so <laughs> I, for, for the, the one or two listeners out there that are unfamiliar with who Dave and Hank are, I'm going to have you guys just say your name and say hello so that everyone can associate a voice with a name. Because our voices sound so different. Well, listen, I didn't want to be I didn't want to be racist <laughs> against Australians, but you guys do all sound the same. I'm just saying. I, I feel good that we can get that out there in the open. You guys all sound the same. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the one to say it. Yes. We can go into that, but <laughs> the different types of Aussie accents, but yeah. I'm sorry, is that you, Dave or Hank? Exactly. <laughs> does it matter? Does it matter? No. No, it Why doesn't do we, matter. It doesn't I'm not matter. even sure we needed two of two of them, Christina, for this episode. I'm not sure we needed two. These blokes sound the same. Yes, we do. Ha- uh, Hank's a little hungers today, so his voice is deeper than usual. He's usually got the more oh. squeaky voice. He's a little what? Hungers. Yeah, I had a... I, this is Hank, by the way. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're going to say that every time. Sorry, yeah. this is Dave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, Dave here. I had a uh, a big poker night last night. What's poker? Is that a game you guys play in Australia? Yep. Is that an Australian game? Yep. <laughs> um, I'm going to Google that. Probably downed at least three bottles of red wine. So, yeah. Oh, so hungers. Mm. Hung- hungers. Is it? It's so you're over, yeah. unable to improvise an imaginary Aussie game called poker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. For my audience that thought that my wife was kidding, she is legit, and I am not joking, shitting you at all, taking fucking notes of all the Australian slang that you guys are throwing out. She's literally <laughs> writing down, she's going to have a whole dictionary um, of Australian slang. Yeah, you're, I'm just going to start talking like an Aussie. Okay, so your goal for the next episode, after this episode, is to use Aussie slang. Okay. Step one is don't pronounce it Aussie. Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Aussie, mate. Aussie. Like, like Aussie Osborne. Yeah. That, that's what I just Aussie. thought. Yeah. Aussie. Yeah. Aussie. Aussie. Yeah. So it sounds like you should have Z's, not S's. It should. Yeah, it should have Aussie. Z's instead of S's. Okay. Aussie, mate. Aussie, mate. No. Yeah, no. That's mate, a good yeah. Aussie, go. mate. G'day, mate. How you going? I should hand her this Bogan script. I should just <laughs> no. give, her, give, her, give that no, to her. No, no. Not interested. No. no. Maybe you could do an Australian Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
So uh, I wanted to ask you, gentlemen, how was your how was your Thanksgiving, you guys? Thanksgiving was just the other day as we're recording this. Did you guys have a, a nice Thanksgiving? What's Thanksgiving like in Australia? Non-existent. Uh, we give we give thanks to not have to do Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean you don't have Thanksgiving? You guys are Jewish. Are you guys Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> what about Black Friday? Do you guys do anything over there? Do you, do you have retailers that are like jumping on board with that? Yeah, it's 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 become a thing. Uh, it was sort of a little bit of a thing last year, and then this year, yeah, all the retailers have done Black Friday shit. How does that make you feel? Um, do you like it? Do you have feelings about it one way or the other? Well, it's trying to keep some more money in Australia as opposed to giving it all to overseas. Yeah, it's, as we love to do. For me, it's just another reminder that once again, I have no money, so I have no money. <laughs> oh, so. By money, you mean dollary dues? Yeah, dollary dues. I sent you dollary dues. Dollary dues. That is not Aussie slang. I found that in a in a news.au <laughs> article. Um, I almost wrote that down. So thank you. Don't write I down dollary dues. I write huh? that down. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. So Australians um, try to be proud, but also have a have a cultural cringe. Yeah. Absolutely. It's part. Tell it's a, it's a core part of our um, inferiority complex. <laughs> what do you mean cultural cringe? It means that we're um, kind of ashamed of our own uh, culture, whatever that is, to the point where we don't kind of believe we even have a culture. Hmm. Are you being serious, right? Are you being serious or... Um... Oh, 100%. <laughs> really? Why is that? Yeah, it's kind of crazy for me as an American because I think Australians are viewed very positively. Yeah. We're very friendly towards you guys. I've found that mostly true. <laughs> <laughs> So it sounds like you guys have come over to the States. Yeah, I've been to the States twice. So, so that mustn't be Hank speaking. Yeah, no. That's oh, it is. It no, is Hank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I used to have money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then my ex-wife took it all. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So, Dave, you mentioned that that was mostly true in your experience that that maybe you've had a run-in or two with a few Americanos that weren't uh, super fans of Australians? For the most part, we can pass as Americans. People don't think, oh, oh, you're, 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 you're other. Um, but it does come up sometimes when um, uh, they try to mail stuff and realize that it's going to be more expensive. Yeah. I've had fights over uh, trying to get mail sent here. I don't remember how much it cost me to send you my package, but I don't think it was that much more than... It couldn't have been more than $10 for me to send you the, the letter and the stickers. We paid $10 to send them stickers? I don't think we paid more than $10. I don't think we spoke about this. No, we didn't. I hope you guys enjoy your stickers at you. Did you receive them? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Mm, yeah. That's nice. We appreciate the <laughs> kindness of the gift. And the lovely yeah. lovely personal personal note as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I included them. yeah. yeah. My, my wife is particularly thrifty, so... Are you going to be charging them for this internet bandwidth that we're using? <laughs> or perhaps your time? Yeah, we'll send a bill. Yeah. Well, you know, Hank won't be paying yeah. it. Yeah, send it to me. It'll, yeah, it'll bounce. <laughs> well, Dave, I'll tell you, I, I've turned the corner on Australians. I used to hate you fellows, but, um, you know, <laughs> after with you and listening to the Man Brain podcast, I've really turned the corner. So what was it? Was it Paul Hogan? Was it Yahoo Serious? Was it Jim <laughs> Jeffries? <laughs> Jim Jeffries, Yeah. In more recent years, um, certainly Paul Hogan as a child, 
Yes, a little bit out of Yahoo Sirius, although I have to say, I don't think he got around too much out here in the States. <laughs> okay. He wasn't he was huge. Like my wife knows oh, no. who Hulk Hogan is because she's seen Crocodile. She's shaking her head, but you've seen Crocodile Dundee. Yes. Okay, that's Paul Hogan. Okay. Everyone's seen Crocodile. She just Dundee. doesn't yes. recognize the I don't name. Recognize the name. Yahoo Sirius, I could show you a picture of, and I don't think you'd recognize it. Yeah, I don't recognize Young the Einstein? Name. Young Einstein. See, I couldn't even remember the name of the movie. So. Uh, <laughs> that was an attempt after uh, Crocodile Dundee came out. It's like, oh, Aussie movies are the next best thing, so let's try something else. Yeah, that was the winner where they tried to make the uh, didgeridoo the massive Christmas must-have over here. It didn't really work out so well. <laughs> Fuck. Too bad. Oh, and then there was a sequel to Crocodile Dundee as well. Yes. And yeah. they made a second sequel too, right? Uh, did they? Was that three? Many years. I think they made many. I think they made one many years later. I think they made one in the two thousands. Oh, they did. They did. It was yeah. god awful. Yeah, they did. I'm not yeah. aware of that yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you have your assignment for Saturday. Dave. You know what you need to do. We'll have a little movie now of that shit. Oh, a little pop, a little popcorn, <laughs> snuggle. At the risk of this turning into a completely uh, crocodile Dundee podcast, <laughs> uh, maybe we should talk for a moment about y'all's podcast. You guys, as I've mentioned, are the hosts of the Man Brain podcast, which is I'm a tremendous fan of. But uh, why'd you guys decide to start a podcast? Because somebody won a U.S. presidential election in 2016, and it was initially my reaction to that done in a uh, satirical fashion. Wait, Man Brain is satirical? At times. (laughs) I still don't know the difference between satire and parody and humor, but. Oh, you, you try and use all those terms, act like I know what I'm talking about. So, yes, I came up with a pro-Trump character called um, Brett, also goes by the name of Skullfucker. <laughs> Which is the name we all know and love. <laughs> and um, he celebrated Donald Trump winning. Everyone reacted to that extremely well. <laughs> the feedback on Skullfucker was good then. Truth be told, overall, it has been good. Because most people get that there's something more going on than that's a real character, a real person. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think anybody thinks Skullfucker is real, except for me a few minutes ago. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe in Santa Claus and Skullfucker. No, no, there there are a few people that have reacted uh, very negatively to, (laughs) to the podcast. I'm a little curious about that now that you mentioned. I was going to ask you about it, but you've you've mentioned it. So... Is that mom or uh, strangers or... Are we going to talk about my mummy issues? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the first person I was going to mention that the negative reaction from. And, and I quote, even from the other day, your mother said, um, the reason Dave's podcast isn't so popular is because it's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so maybe if it was a nice podcast, more people would like it. That is genuinely news to me. And I, I must thank my mother for her support. She's yeah. a she's a proud uh, uh, patron on Patreon. So on some level, she must support it, right? My mother supports me with zero dollars monthly on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> but hopefully she's a little more emotionally supportive. Yeah, maybe not. Um, and she also contributes <laughs> on behalf of Dave's grandfather. He would contribute himself, but um, he's demented, so you know. I understand. But he has been on the podcast. He has. Yeah. Really? Well, uh, clips from historical recordings. 
Yeah. Yes. So you didn't get like demented, current demented ravings. It was more no. older. Yes. Okay. He's, he's quietened down as he's got demented. Mm. Um, gr- granddad's key ranting was, was, was long ago. Mm. When he was more It's a shame we didn't, get, we didn't get some of that actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Only got a, got a little taste, but yeah. <laughs> so would would Grandpa have been with Skull Tucker and in, in support of the uh, new American administration? That's a oh man, that's a good question. Shit, and we can't ask him. That is such a good question. Definitely voted uh, right wing in Australia mm. his whole life. Yep, very right wing. So you guys, you guys don't get to vote in the American elections. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like Puerto Rico. You're like an American territory that doesn't get to vote. Exactly. Well, we we do get to be highly opinionated on the subject. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Some of us even get TV shows like uh, Jim Jeffries. Yes. To tell you all how stupid you all are. <laughs> yes. You know, if there's one thing that Americans love about Australians and foreigners in general, it's usually when they arrive and they say, "Hey, I'm going to tell you." how you're fucking everything up. I think that's about the only time that Americans don't love Australians. Mm. Otherwise, we love you guys. You guys are you guys are awesome. Cool. I mean, Paul Hogan, Kylie Minogue, you guys have given us a lot to be thankful for, especially this time of year. <laughs> Absolutely. So why do you guys do a, a podcast instead of like, you could have started a YouTube or you could have streamed yourselves playing video games? I mean, I, I understand that the content was inspired by uh, politics but um, it seems like, you know, you could have chosen any media to, to do that with. So why podcasting? Was there already like, a, did you do any podcasting before? Uh, audio, knowledge of like audio engineering or anything like that? Thanks for leading us into that answer that I was <laughs> struggling to think of. Yes, we podcasted uh, over 10 years ago. Yeah. Yes. For 10 episodes. And the name of that podcast was uh, Muffy and Hank's Thingamajig. Correct. Muffy's been around for a while, huh? Yes. <laughs> Muffy is one of the characters. Oh, okay. Not as long as Hank. Hank's been around for a while. Yeah. Hank's not his real name. <gasps> no, Dave is, dun, dun, dun. Dave is my real name. We, we've gone to the lengths now that even Hank has a fake real name. <laughs> oh, do, do, for real? So you're going to put that out there? Why? <sighs> okay. We can edit that out if you like. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's all good. I'm just kidding. No, no, we, <laughs> we won't edit anything out. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep adding layers to it. Yeah. Well, I know someone who won't edit anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a bit of a jab. Especially not um, now. So the podcast <laughs> 10 years ago, Muffy and Hank's Thingamajig, mm. which is a great name because I've already forgotten the name and I can just say Muffy and Hank's Thingamajig. And it's like I've both remembered and forgotten <laughs> the name simultaneously. <laughs> but uh, was that... In terms of content, was that very different than Man Brain? Yeah. Um, yes. Skullfucker hadn't been created yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Muffy was very much the same, um, yeah, sort of multidimensional character. Um, I guess, yeah. yeah, w- yeah working yeah. on a higher plane um, than than myself. Pan-dimensional? Yeah. Yeah, pan-dimensional. That, uh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, was he also like pansexual, pan-gender? And a panda back then, or has he kind of morphed into that? He was a panda, but he wasn't pansexual. He he hadn't discovered that side of himself yet. Some of those terms weren't really around back then that I can recall. Correct. Right? Yeah. Or at least I wasn't aware of them. Yeah, I don't feel like they were in the... Um, zeitgeist? Yeah, the zeitgeist. I don't feel like they were in the zeitgeist as much back right. then. So I should I should mention for any listeners who, again, have yet to familiarize themselves with the Man Brain Podcast that it's not 
I mean, it's a fairly, uh, it slides in pretty well into like a political satire, but it's not all Donald Trump stuff. I no, mean, no. you've got uh, episodes where you talk about my testicles. Yeah, obviously testicles are part of it. Social media is a huge thing. A lot of the the current social stuff is a big topic on the on the podcast, of course. So I imagine that that's kind of different from 10 years ago. That's That's some of the newer stuff that you've added in the last couple of years, right? Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because we you know, like we podcast over ten years ago, and then, then we did no podcasting for over ten years. I mean, it only went for 10, 10 episodes, mm. and that was before social media. I think maybe two or three people listened, and my wife, who was my then, uh, oh, and that was even before she was my girlfriend. She um, was just your fuck buddy back then. My, yeah, I wasn't going to use that term, but yeah, that's what it was. All right. I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to edit that out. Fuck that. buddy. <laughs> on the show. Sorry, it's a family podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so she liked the podcast. Mm. She listened to it. Oh. In fact, she listened to more episodes of Thingamajig than she than has. Man oh, brain. Brain. <laughs> I can see why you married her. Yeah, so so you know, the Thingamajig did achieve something. If I'd had a podcast before I had a wife. I likely would have chosen my wife based around how big a fan she was of my podcast. But, <laughs> fortunately for my wife, she uh, she was around before the podcast. So mm-hmm. now you're a part of the podcast. So it, I, I share am. my love with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful thing. Indeed. Um, but yes, Hank's single. So he's um, always on the prowl. Yeah. You said in, in, a, in a recent episode you were going to do speed dating. Yeah, but I didn't. How many oh. dates in before you reveal that your name's not really Hank and that you're Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I love the mystery. The mystery is more interesting than the reality. Yeah, yeah. Four or five <laughs> dates in. <laughs> I know. He's certainly not a Bruce Wayne billionaire person. No, no. That's exactly why I chose that uh, that little analogy because you hear about Hank and he's this mysterious guy and you're like, wow. And he gets out there and he parties and he does all this crazy stuff and you hear he's got all these stories. And then you're thinking like, wow, who is this person? And then it's like third date. He's like belching and farting. Uh, the sex lasts like, I don't know, 27 seconds. And then it's like, oh, I'll call you tomorrow. And he doesn't. And you know what I mean? It's like, wow, that turned out pretty awesome. Yeah. I thought this was going to be good, but instead, disappointment. Or am I just projecting on Hank? The 27 seconds was a very specific number. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know where that came from. I just, I just, I just, my my wife is pointing at her watch right now. God damn it. What does that mean? And this is where I always say, ladies, he's taken. Ladies, he's taken. Uh, Right. That is 27 seconds she is not going to share, ladies. (laughs) Nope. Not enough to go around. Have you done the speed dating yet? Yeah. Yeah. So I have. You have. Oh, how did like can you give a little bit of detail how was that I was always interested when I was single just to experience it or I was just curious like how awkward it was or yeah. <laughs> so how was it for you did you um did you meet someone uh no it's it's in, it's a, it's incredibly painful jump straight to the end of the story yeah no. you, nah. you um <laughs> you'd been judged basically the whole time yeah no shit so how many people did you talk to uh eight different women eight did you think any of them were cute? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Two of them were definitely hot enough for me. What exactly is your hotness level? Well. They've got to be at least what? Well, I'm a, I'm a nine, so yeah. they have to at least be an eight and a half. 
fucking you don't want them bullshit. hotter than you. But had you have you ever heard that maybe um, low standards get the job done a bit better? Yeah, I I, I did that with um, you know previous relationships and you know, and that didn't work out. So you're going to go back to yeah. younger and hotter. Correct. When you're 40 and have no money. Yeah, that's my strategy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is going to work out fucking marvelously because specifically in regard to the speed dating, I feel like because it's just such a brief moment with that person, oh, yeah. you don't really get an opportunity to form like this deep connection by talking to them for an hour and finding out what their interests are. So it's kind of like, does it encourage you to be maybe kind of superficial with who you pick? Like you're picking the hot ones with the nice rack and she's picking the guy that has the designer clothes on because she thinks he's got money. Yep. So it it encourages you to look and act and project bullshit that you think will be attractive to the other person, basically. Which is what Hank does. (laughs) What was the problem? So you liked eight people. So what happened? Two of them met the Hank standard, which is a core. So still 25% meeting the Hank standard is pretty good. And so then what happened? Um, So the way it's, it's, it's such a controlled thing by the company that runs it um, that you can't get their um, numbers or anything. Um, technically, you're not meant to give like each other your phone numbers in that formal setting. And there's like people watching from the company. Um, it's all That's comfortable. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know it's it's messed up. Um, you got to go through their um, to through their app, and if you then after the date both uh, like each other then you get each other's details. Uh, I see. So it's like Tinder where you both have to swipe the right way yeah. and then yeah. you have to, before you can have a chat, you both have to agree that you're attracted to that. That's right. I mean, yeah. speed dating sucks, but Tinder's even worse. Like Tinder's based on what? A fraction of a second. A few lines in a profile, like I'm DTF, I eat ass. All right, I'm swiping <laughs> right on this. This one's going to toss my salad. I'm, I'm swiping right. Shit, yeah. We're not done with the speed dating yet. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, direct. so you like the two people. Yeah. Did they not like you? Did they not circle? So what happened? Yeah. So clearly um, at the end of the night um, when I liked them, you know, on the app, um, clearly they mustn't have done that back because nothing happened. And yeah. Aww, okay. Hank. sucks. Just to see where you went wrong. Did you tell them that you had a podcast? Uh, no, I didn't actually. I feel like that would have been the panty dropper. Yeah. You should have lied then and said that you were like a podcaster or a YouTuber. <laughs> I'm a YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber. So do they like um, state they have a high success rate? Did you get a refund? Did you have to pay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you got to pay. Um, it's like, uh, it's a little bit under a hundred bucks. Um, wow. Which of course that's Australian box, so it's it's four ninety nine over here. <laughs> um, and yes, they they promote. Uh, I think it's a ninety percent success rate. Um, but yeah, there's no refunds or anything. Yeah. Uh, that's too so bad. I haven't seen a picture of you yet, Hank. But I you you sound based on your voice alone. Let me pay you a compliment mm-hmm. here. You have a very nice voice for an Australian. You have a very very nice voice. Thank you. And so. I imagine you being a handsome man. Oh, is that true, Dave? What do you think? Um, are we dealing in fantasy land here, or <laughs> reality, or? I would say let's be real, but not hurtful. I, I want—I don't want to hurt Hank's feelings, but he sounds like—I mean, I like the guy's voice, so 
I imagine that he's fit. Yeah. He's got a little bit of the gray in the hair because, you know, he's 40. So he's like. Unless he dies. He's getting towards the silver fox. Men. He might do the just for men if he's trying to attract the younger ladies, the, though. There is the man boobs. What's what's the technical term for that, uh, Hank? Gynomastia. Gynomastia. Yes. I'm familiar with such as a former bodybuilder. Oh, yes, you would be. <laughs> um, I Fortunately, I survived that world without growing any, what we call it on the street over here is bitch, bitch tits. Yeah. <laughs> we call it bitch tits over here. Uh, that's the American slang. Maybe I can teach you guys some American slang. Bitch tits and sultana nuts from from steroids, right? Yeah, I don't. We, I've never heard anybody call them that. What were the nuts? How'd you refer to the nuts? Sultana nuts. Sultana nuts. My wife is equally befuddled. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't believe there are many Americans that are uh, familiar with that. I'm writing that one down. Write that one down. Yeah, note that one. We can Google it later. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, uh, the, I feel like with the breast tissue, there's not a lot that you can do with, with that. You can have it surgically removed if it's really bad. You can, uh, you can experiment with some hormonal remedies. There are a few hormonal remedies that I know of that I may or may not have acted as a consultant for others before in the reduction of their own breast tissue. But I also imagine that getting these uh, certain hormones is going to be a little tougher in Australia because I heard y'all's customs is a bitch. So it's a, it's a little more challenging. Yes, <laughs> um, I should say no more because I'm I'm worried that the DEA is listening. Yeah. <laughs> but there are there are methods that you can deal with that. So it's not a total deal breaker. You know what I mean? So he's handsome except for the moobs. I think he's looking at me with with the gaze like i've got to say something nice you do you should say something nice because being complimentary on on podcasts is always the best way to go isn't it that's classic classic comedy isn't it Hank? classic comedy <laughs> i i i've worked in management for a while and i learned that if you pay a compliment and then you say a criticism and then you pay another compliment you sandwich it yes so what i'm doing is i'm buttering hank up right now in a few minutes, I'm going to have a barb, whatever comes up that's maybe a little bit mean. But I've already said Hank has a great voice. I think he's probably a handsome man, although I haven't seen his face yet. And then I can I can come back with something kind of shitty to say to him a little bit later for humor and say, no, mate, I was just kidding. And then, you know what I mean? So it's all about kind of setting the table, I think. Are you going to bring up his tattoo? Or? I would if I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> Tell me. His phoenix tattoo. So he's got a shameful tattoo. Oh, he loves it. I fucking love it. Oh, he does love <laughs> it. it. covers my whole back. It's beautiful. No shit. The, the reviews from others have not been as favorable. Uh, he got tattooed by, by the same guy that tattooed Justin Bieber in Thailand. Correct. Is that, is that something to boast about? I would boast about that if I got tattooed by the same – if I got a dick piercing by the <laughs> same guy who did Peter North, I would fucking brag. I'd say the same guy who pierced Peter North's cock pierced my cock. <laughs> but I would have to go on more than just his word. Like if this dodgy Thai guy comes up and says, oh, I've tattooed Justin Bieber, I'm going to say, okay, he, you say you tattooed Justin Bieber. I don't know that you tattooed Justin Bieber. How do I know? He had multiple photos. So there were some photos yeah. he does. Multiple photos of him tattooing the beebs. <laughs> the beebs. Are you guys big fans of him? Am I a believer? Yes. No. <laughs> One of my nieces was. Mm. Went to see him in concert and everything, yeah. Wow. Yep. 
Wow. Good story. American, it, it is great. American artists coming to Australia and extracting some of our money because, you know. Yes. We are still raping the economies of foreign lands. Here. Yeah. Who, did, who, who was the most recent? Oh, um, Taylor Swift. That's right. Pink does something like um, 50, <laughs> 50 concerts here when she comes. No shit. I'd go see Pink. Ridiculous. Do you guys like Pink? What kind of music do you all listen to? My wife uh, went to see Pink um, twice. <laughs> you sat that one out. Yep. I love her. I partially spent money on Pink, which mm-hmm. I'm ecstatic about. <laughs> on behalf of America and her economy, I would like to thank you, Dave. I hope you use American equipment in your podcast as well. Yes. You know what's come up for me while listening to them talk? What's come up for you while listening to them talk? The little Geico... The little Geico Gecko. The Geico Gecko is not Australian. He's, it's not what? He's a limey. He's British. Shut up. Do you guys see the Geico? Do you, do you understand her uh, reference? We have to ask the foreigners if they understand our reference. Are they not talking to us anymore? Yeah. Did I make a total? I think off? you've probably offended them deeply. Yes. <laughs> the cultural sensitivity training didn't didn't really stick, did it? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, not only do all Australians sound the same, but um, all the British people, all the Australians, probably South Africans as oh well, all sound yes. the same. And yeah. New Zealanders. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. The, do you guys, you guys, okay. First of all, you guys do have the British Geico Gecko in Australia, right? Does he do advertisements down there? No. They might not even have Geico down there because it's like a different New. continent and it's insurance. Oh, you don't have Geico. You don't have Geico New. car insurance. New so one. it's a, I've, heard it, I've heard it referenced on. Yeah, oh, it's a ubiquitous so American product over here. They do all manner of insurance. They mostly auto, but and they have a recurring character who is a a gecko, because Geico kind of looks like gecko. I guess if you're like uh, partially illiterate, it, it's a comment <laughs> on Americans. I think really, it's like if you're <laughs> you're like ninety five percent illiterate American, like most of us. Oh, you know, God. you're only like partially literate. Then Geico looks like gecko. Um, even though gecko is spelled with a K and there's no K to be found in the word Geico, but apparently you and I, Christina, are the only Americans that know how to spell. So Britain must have Geico. Maybe. Know. Maybe. Or maybe in, in in England it might be an American. It might be a gecko with an American fun. accent. Yeah. That'd be fun. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, so my wife is terribly on. sorry for offending you. Oh no no offense taken. It's because I wasn't sorry, so that's yeah. good. <laughs> Um, I was just thinking. I'm, I'm we, a little offended, but we've I'll got pretend the, that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the, what I was thinking is we've got the compare the market meerkat. That's our version. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's just coming. What is that? That that is not worth explaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to drop that there and just leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody, market. go YouTube that. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should do forty-five minutes on the meerkat. <laughs> <laughs> just, let's just keep it to forty-five. We'll do forty-five minutes tight on the 45. meerkat. Uh, tight forty-five. So, plans for the future of man brain. What what's going to happen down the line? What happens if Trump's reelected? What happens if Trump's defeated in twenty twenty? I mean, what what does the future hold for the man brain podcast? Or what if um what if we boot him out of office? Impeached. Yeah, impeached. If he's successfully yeah, impeached. I think that would be huge content for Man Brain. I doubt it'll happen, but... You impeach and um, who takes over? The vice president. Yes. Yeah. Pence would take over in that that situation. Mike Pence is president. Mike Pence. Yeah. Which honestly, (laughs) 
this is going to sound weird to say, but I, I think I'd prefer Donald Trump as president than Mike Pence because he doesn't have a very good reputation with being very friendly towards the gays over here. Oh. And um, I quite like the gays. Yeah, my best friend's gay. Yeah, we we did a whole episode about um, same-sex marriage um, before it passed in Australia. There was a referendum mm. or it was called postal vote. It was called complicated bullshit, essentially a referendum. Quick question in terms of the timeline for same-sex marriage states versus Aussie. Did you guys get it first or did we get it first? Uh, you got it first by a Supreme Court decision. Is that right? I am not entirely certain, but I believe you're correct. I try not to get too much into the the politics just because it's 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 mind-numbing. I would have killed myself long ago if I was really, really into it. <laughs> Part of the big campaign here for for the to to vote no to same sex marriage um, was a suggestion that if that becomes law, that a same sex marriage was, then people would start. I'm sorry, did you just say law? Yeah, like it's it's law. Hold on. Say law? it again. Law. Say it again. Ah, see, no, he's on my page. Say if it, it becomes law, <laughs> say it again. But slower. Law. <laughs> oh, Hank. See, this is what you need to be doing at speed day. Just lean in. Just lean in one word. You know, just pick it. Oh, too easy. Put it in her ear. Too easy. Jeez, his panties melt off. Yeah. They're just liquid underneath her seat. So what I want to hear what you were saying. Actually, I'm sorry for interrupting yeah, no, because that's cool. I, I'm wondering if the contention there is similar to the, the some of the the uh, contentions here yeah. regarding it. Yeah, so the, the one of the biggest contentions that that both amused me and disgusted me was that once people start marrying, um, you know, same sex, um, that then they would um, horses, yeah, dogs start marrying animals. Yeah, I'd marry my cat. I would, you know, my my Islamic neighbor would marry his goat. Oh my god, it's I'm so sorry. insulting. Like they're fucking people. Like it. Well, it's I think Christina, what so you said is key because we're we're talking about consenting adults like no one's marrying a cat a cat cat can't consent like my cat can't sign any other form of contract my cat can't go get a cell phone and sign the two-year agreement there so you can't marry a cat and you can't marry a bottle of hot sauce either no matter how much you like to slather on your dick so you can't marry a bottle of hot sauce because it can't consent right but you can marry another dude because another dude can say i would like to marry this guy we're gonna go be dudes what about poly marriages as as a slippery slope argument for what's coming next as a slippery slope argument that's a really good question because now you're talking about multiple people and i think that are consenting they, well they're all mm -hmm. consenting so i'm cool there then it becomes more like how are you going to whack your shit up or your kids and for me that's not part of my headache so honestly i'm kind of okay with three people getting married and going and living together and having kids together. And then it's kind of like, however you want to whack your shit up in the eventual divorce, I'll let you deal with that. Cause it's not my fucking problem. Sort of, um, that I don't really have strong feelings about either. If three people want to get married. It's, it seems foreign to me because it's not my experience, but otherwise I don't really, I don't really feel too strongly about it in the uh, man brain mythology, uh, now, cause it's ever evolving. I have an Australian wife a Japanese wife, yes. Filipino wife, yes. and a is it a Hispanic or and no, it's a Hispanic, right? A not an. Yeah, usually we would yeah we would say a, a Hispanic a Hispanic wife. We'd say uh like U H. We'd be like no, oh uh, I I married a Hispanic woman. Hispanic. Yeah. 
wife. <laughs> Consuela? Consuela. No, she's very special to me. And I'll tell you her name <laughs> soon <laughs> to maintain I continuity. Mm. <laughs> I, I heard on your most recent episode, you telling your wife about your all, all of your other wives. And I don't think that's terribly foreign to America either. I mean, we got the Mormons after all. Oh, yeah. We did give the world the Mormon religion. So, you know, you're welcome. Uh, how about you guys? Are you guys pro or against? What? Mormons? <laughs> Mormons? Yeah. How do you feel about Mormons? Uh, they're, they're a bit annoying. Do they come knocking on your door over there too? Fuck they yeah, do yes. that here. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. So my solution to you gentlemen and to anyone who's hearing my voice right now is when the Mormons or the Jehovah's Witness come to knock on your door to ask you if you have a moment to hear about their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I completely and totally suggest that in that moment when you're hearing the door knock, that you completely disrobe. You get absolutely <gasps> naked except for your socks and you answer the door oh with God. a stiffy. You've got to fluff up on your way to the door. At least get it halfway erect so it's kind of pointing at them a little aggressively and then you just invite <laughs> them inside. Just say, yeah, okay, I've got all day to talk about Jesus. Come on inside, boys. How do you think that would work? I, I like to answer the door with a semi, um, you know. It's, 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 it's friendly. <laughs> it's, I know, it's just good, it's good manners. It's good right? manners I mean, and it's inviting. So yeah, like, come on in. I'm I'm halfway there anyway. Come on in. I got a snack for you. I'm working on a snack for you. It's almost ready. That would be funny. Yeah, you live in a leftist utopia, so I'm really surprised that we got the gay marriage before you guys got the gay marriage. So, how do you guys feel about the the uh, men marrying men, women wearing marrying women, and then group marriages? I did uh, two episodes on the subject uh, in favor of uh, same-sex marriage. Didn't really touch on the poly marriages. Personally, not opposed. You know, you can argue maybe there'd be some society disruption, but I never, it's ne I don't, can't see it becoming mainstream. Sounds like you agree with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it's sort of, yeah, it's the fundamentalist Christians that, um, what, what do the Westboro Baptist Church uh, say on their signs? They say a lot of very <laughs> horrible things. They say that God does not appreciate uh, homosexuality in general, yes. although they may not use that exact word. They use some different terms, but yes. I think they're a bit more um, they're a bit more brash with it. They're a little bit more brusque. They're not as polite as I was being. <laughs> I've got to fit it on this domain. So. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, homosexual, it's, it's you know, first you've got to spell it. You've got to look it up, see how it's spelled. Then you've got to fit it on the sign. Just like you said, logistically, probably easier for them to use a shorter word, right? So I shouldn't <laughs> even be offended that they use a shorter word for it, right? It's just understandable. I mean, I would do the same thing in their position probably. <laughs> And I, I'm personally very, very pro. Um, so I felt quite strongly about it, um, having, you know, very close friends um, who are homosexual. Um, yeah. Or maybe you should try doing the speed dating with other men. Like you should go to a, like an all-male mixer and just speed date other dudes. It has been suggested. Um, but I got to tell you, if I was single, I'd give you a crack. <laughs> I would, I'd let you have a go at it. So you, you mean literally you'd give him a crack? <laughs> but crack, yeah. yeah. You know, there is a, qu a question about his uh, bisexuality. Yeah, where he fits, mm -hmm. where he fits on, on the, the sexuality spectrum. spectrum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anything that you feel like expounding on publicly, Hank? Oh, look, I'm I'm very open um, about my previous um, 
sexual experiences, as everyone would know who listened to uh, my episodes on on Man Brain. Um, I've got nothing to hide. Except his real name and his net worth, ladies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a boyfriend in high school. Okay, okay. Yeah. So going to an all-boys school, um, yeah. yeah. You didn't really have any option for ladies, did you? Exactly. <laughs> so you got yourself some prison pussy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you said what I was thinking. Oh, unless you bang one of the female teachers and, yeah, always <laughs> there were rumors about that. Mm. Too. Hank, Hank doesn't deny those kind of rumors. Hank would never deny such a rumor that you banged your uh, obese 300-pound teacher <laughs> who was 57 at the time. The hot 24-year-old music teacher. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We, have a, we have a surprise for my audience tonight. Dave, you've prepared a lovely, uh, a lovely script for me that I've alluded to earlier. And um, we were, we were going to perform this in my best Aussie accent for you guys to completely ridicule. And massacre, absolutely awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited, and Hank's involved as well. Yes, I see that Hank is going to be my translator of sorts. That is correct. Nice into yeah. Well, a more more um British uh, style. Yep. Yes, we call that intelligible English. <laughs> <laughs> so, ouch. We'll see how Hank goes with that. Yeah, I'll give it a fucking burl. whirly burl. Like over here, we got the Cajun people in Louisiana. We got the like the real the swamp people. Are like, rah, 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 rah. you know, it's it's just gobbledygook what comes out of their mouth. But do you, do you guys have like what's the? Would you just call it bogan? Is the is the replacement word for Oxford? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, bogan's is sort of the generic term. Um, bogan's uh, is sort sort of bogan's overused. So there's um rich people that call themselves bogan's. I see. We call them cashed-up bogans. Yep. New money. <laughs> we have rich people over here that call themselves rednecks nonetheless because they yeah. have like a lake house and they go four-wheeling and shit. What is it? Be- Beverly Hillbillies? Can I listen yes. to a story yeah. about a man named Jed? <laughs> Hank didn't like that. No. Nah. What about Ellie, Ellie May? Is that, was that her name? Ellie May? Oh, the, the daughter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she was, she was a seven. Uh, on the Hank scale. I'm starting to think that Hank has relatively high standards. Fuck yeah, the highest. Uh, And it may be part of the problem. (laughs) But at least he's open to both genders. They just got to be hot. You know, he's open to a dude too, but you got to be a looker. Yes. (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) Well, Hank, you know, my wife and I are recruiting for our poly marriage. It's just the two of us now, but we'd really like to expand to three, maybe five. So... I kind of feel like if we keep getting along, buddy, I'm going to circle yes. <laughs> uh, and I will uh, jump on a plane straight away. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for the ticket. Of course. Of course. Of course. Because, you know, who else is? Although what's mine is yours now, right? Once we, once we, um, once we poly marry, then right. what's mine will be yours and what's yours will be Christina's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'll just be what left out in the cold? What? <laughs> I will call you every now and then. <laughs> You can hold the camera. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, I I said we're we're open to maybe five, which opens the door to you and your wife as well, Dave. So you guys can always jump on and we can we'll have to get a bigger house, but we'll build a nice <laughs> podcast studio. And it can be all five of us just mashed into one room around one table podcasting together. 
Well, well, yeah. I mean, for the podcast part, podcasting studio. Now I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> as lovely as all of you are, <laughs> anything for the podcast. I think Dave would marry me. I'm a tremendous fan of man brain. And... Yeah, that's all Dave needs in life. Praise for man brain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Constant adulation or whatever yeah. the word is. Yeah. We're all uh we're all emotionally insecure, needy, narcissists, and that is why the world must hear our voices. Yeah. That's what my t shirt says. So yeah. That's a lot on one shirt. Lot. Yeah. It's small print. Yeah. It's really small print. They've got to they can really only read it when they're sucking your dick, right? Hank? Correct. Yes. They've got to get close enough to at least get their hand around your cock, then they can read it. Oh, I couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, Hank's back. Well, that's my- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, Jess. All right, are you guys ready to hear me fuck this up? <laughs> yes. Yes, my wife is very excited. So, Christina, um, I have a script, as you're well, well aware of. It's all just the thickest, most unintelligible Australian that you've ever heard. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to make a really like a genuine effort. I'm going to mm-hmm. do my best, which of course, even my most genuine hardest effort is still going to be laughable and mm-hmm. you guys all feel free. And then Hank is actually going to be translating the things that I say. So if you don't understand the words that are coming out of my mouth, then perhaps Hank's translation will uh, elucidate. Yes. I'll make it as clear as possible. Are you going to speak in a um, non-Aussie accent? Oh, yes. I will be speaking in my genuine English accent. (laughs) His Geico Gecko accent. He's going to do the Geico Gecko. My wife is excited because you're going to do the Geico Gecko accent. She thought that Gecko was Australian. I can't believe it. I can't believe he's not. I know. I know. So all of us can be involved. We can be uh, directors. Um, giving uh, notes. Oh, so you can you can kind of criticize. You can say, "Oh, make it sound more like this." I like that. And then Christina's probably just going to laugh at me and ask what what that yes. word meant. Yeah. So I'm the uh, bogan expert director, I suppose. Yes. So directing you, Jason, and then Christina, you're the Geico Gecko <laughs> expert director. <laughs> so you're criticizing Hank on his wonderful British accent. Oh, okay. You can tell him if it sounds like the gecko or not. <laughs> okay. It's probably going to be challenging since I thought they already sounded like the gecko. Yes. Yeah, they all sound the same. Tell you they all sound the same. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's get cracking. You ready? Everybody ready? Ready. All right. <clears throat> Good day, Baz. How are you going, you dickhead? You all right? Good day to you, Barry. How are you, you fine fellow? How's your trouble and your strife treating you? You got any hands yet? Or has you still got you like a stunned gala up a gum tree? So uh, I might chime in here. Maybe maybe Jason a little less um, Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins, if that's possible. (laughs) May I inquire as to the well-being of your better half? I trust that your relations are as harmonious as ever. Hey. Did you see on the telly the other night, Steve Smith, Bull Tempera, get a golden duck from that cracker of a Yorker, no? Hmm. Did you manage to watch the cricket the other night? Steve Smith just continues to meet with misfortune, doesn't he? Oh, the shame of getting a golden duck. 
but I'm sure he'll bounce back. Those Australian cricketers are real tenacious (laughs) go-getters. Oh, can I bought a dory off you? Cheers, mate. You're a top bloke. (laughs) Top bloke. Okay, okay. Sorry. Um, Hank, I think you're doing wonderfully. Jason, um, so so the word bot. I'm doing better than expected. Um, I'm doing expected. Awesome. It's getting better. It is getting better. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, Maybe maybe I'll... uh, just try that bot a durry line. Um, bot a durry. Yep. So, <laughs> and I, Hank, you can you can critique me on this. Oh, oh, can I can I bot a durry off you? Oh, can I bot a durry off you? Cheers, mate. You're a top oh. bloke. Top bloke. <laughs> top bloke. Oh, oh, can I bot a durry off you? Can I bot a durry off you? Yeah, I'm still feeling like a chimney sweep. <laughs> And still, and still, I feel like I should be covered in soot right how's now. Your bogan, I'm how's your bogan going, Hank? Oh, oh, can I bought a diary off? No, I can't do it. <laughs> How do I know? I sound just like that. I sound exactly like that. Yeah. No, I because I speak the Queen's English, I can't speak like oh. one bogan. you got to be in character all the time. Like, um, what's, his, what's his face? Daniel Day-Lewis or yeah. whoever. So for the listeners yeah. wondering what bought a diary means... I know it's I know it's awfully impudent to ask another favour of you, but I would be overcome with joy if you could spare me one of your finest Winfield red cigarettes. Thank you so much, good sir. Your kindness will never be forgotten. <laughs> it's only going to get better from here. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm shocked. No, I'm very uh, pleased. Oh, sorry, I'm no so longer surprised. talking to Hank, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to British Hank. Correct. Bank. Daniel Day Lewis Hank. <laughs> so, hey, have you had a tally in a chinwag recently with that Fezza Bogan called Dino? I've been Donnybrooking for him. Have you Barry Sheen him? <laughs> <laughs> and if I may trouble you for just a little bit longer, I'd like to ask you whether you have recently had any interactions, either formal or informal, uh, with the kind of noble gentleman called Dean. <laughs> Someone's remembered that they did drama at school. Wow. Well, he did date a dude in high school, so I would expect. <laughs> oh, yes. We, in fact, were in the drama club together. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> Nah, not Dirty Dino or Dodgy Dino. Dino Dino. I heard you cracked some slut laps with him in his Rana up in Woomby last Wenny. Wow. Okay, that was really good. <laughs> I was, I was quite impressed with oh that. Dino, yeah. Oh dear, there appears to be a little confusion here. We know many people called Dean with various uncouth epithets, don't we? I did hear from a reliable source that you, kind Sir Barry, were driving around Toowoomba with Dean Bronson last Wednesday in a heavily modified Holden Tirana automobile. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, corpsing. (laughs) Whoops. It might... It might be salacious gossip, and I deeply apologise in advance if that is indeed the case. But my source believed that you were engaging in some upper-class courtship rituals in the hopes of beginning a lifelong fruitful relationship with a person of the fairer sex. (laughs) So that's what a slut lap is. (laughs) My wife looked at me when I said cracking some slut laps. She was like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it sounds like a different language. I'm I'm having a hard time following what Jason's saying. If you I thought did, there was a translator. If you did it, no, that's that's Hank. Hank is translating into like British. He's not translating into American no. English. He's translating I thought you guys British. were uh, We're not having a conversation back and forth. Shut Hank the is, fuck up. Yes, Hank is re- <laughs> <laughs> You are so worldly. I think we should cancel our trip to Italy and go to Australia instead. Well, that's how little I understand of what you're saying, Jason. It totally could <laughs> have been totally back and forth conversation. I'm going to be honest with all three of you right now. When you first sent me the email with Hank's lines inserted in between mine, I did think it was a conversation. <laughs> I had to read a few. Oh, oh no, he's translating. <laughs> and I haven't me, read these lines. So. Yeah, it took me like five minutes to realize he was translating. Holy shit. That, okay. Christina, if I you did, if you did you like continue. a Samuel L. Jackson, we would have the Australian, the English, and then you're being like, what the fuck is a slut lab, motherfucker? It's too bad you didn't think of that before. <laughs> yeah. Ah, maybe you were too munted to remember. Well, let me know if you see him round like a lizard drinking. I want to say ta for letting me root his grouse, missus. Yes, uh, thank you for the clarification. You are quite right and very knowledgeable on the subject, if I might say. The imbibing of excessive alcoholic beverages, be they out of an aluminium can or a glass bottle or a direct from the cast, has been linked to the disruption of hippocampal function, a brain region vital to the storage of memories. It may very well be the case that you do not have any recollection of the said events. However, I'm pleased that we have resolved that confusion and both are singing from the same hymn sheet, as they say, with discussing Dean Bronson. Have your eyes perchance gazed upon him sometime today? No. Well, please contact me if you do see him, as he currently is not in the possession of a mobile telephone and is trying to avoid the law from some unfortunate warrants that he, of course, is completely innocent of. I would like to discuss in private with him about my recent personal interactions with his wife. Good <laughs> question. Is that what Jason just said? That is correct. It's a slightly expanded version, but yes. I think that the funny thing is that I say three sentences and then Hank translates it and it's like eight. Yeah. I think that's, that's part of the humor. Yeah, not nah bullshit, mate. Not nah bullshit. I caught up with Dino down the rubber dub dub last Friday while chowing down on me dunch tucker. <laughs> dunch tucker. Yes, well, um, <laughs> it just isn't cricket to discuss such matters with other parties, but I will say that more than one load was taken off my mind by her scintillating repartee, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Okay. Well, you've twisted my arm, old chap. I will tell you the story only if you promise on the Queen's life not to divulge it to another soul. We both have an upsta- our upstanding reputations to consider, and this kind of behaviour is not considered Christian by many of our social circles. Last Friday afternoon, after my awfully kind boss agreed that I could finish work early for being such a hard-working employee, I visited my local public bar to relax with a fine Victoria bitter beverage and a meal. I was honoured the Dean decided to join me at the table. Yeah, the usual prawn and witchetty grub cocktail. It's truth. Did we really get fully wankered on rumbo? <laughs> When I came back from having me slash, I set me peepaws on his grouse, Sheila Debs, who'd just come back from the GGs. She's a right top sort with sick fun bags like jumping castles. I don't even understand <laughs> any of that. <laughs> I told you it's unintelligible. Is that how you guys really talk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This cultural change has been priceless. <laughs> <laughs> 
is that how we really talk all the well yes we, we went to a, a boys private school so we uh use more standard australian english so th- this is uh combining all of the bogan terms i've ever heard and then researching more and then asking people on facebook for even more which is where i got slut lap from <laughs> that i was not familiar with Cracking slut laps. That's got to go into the lexicon. And then, and then also um, making some up to hopefully sound like they could be Aussie slang. It's as real as any other language, except it just hasn't caught on yet. <laughs> no, they don't all talk like this, but it'd be great if they did. But I want people to believe that. <laughs> you know, when we're talking to a- anyone foreign, anyone outside Australia, we um, adopt more of a you know international type lexicon. You're doing a great job. Thanks, honey. I can't understand anything you're saying, so that must be good. Yes, yeah. If you don't understand me, then I'm doing well. Thank you. Yes. So I shall um, decipher the words that you were saying. <laughs> Hank, <please>. Wow. <laughs> yes, that please. is correct. I do like a good dish of cold shrimps and witchetty grubs with tartar sauce. <laughs> After some more of the mm. finest lager, Dean and I began drinking Bundaberg rum with Coca-Cola. And unfortunately, we lost count of how many we imbibed. I excused myself to visit the gents, and upon my return, I was struck dumb with what I believed at the time to be the most beautiful woman in the world. Yes, I had seen her before many times, but there was something about her that made me feel young and a little bit frisky again, if I might say. The fine... F- <laughs> The fine filly in question was Dean's wife, Deborah, and she'd returned from a profitable day gambling at the horse races. Yeah, just the right combo of feral mole and lebo that gets me trouser snake hissing, if you get me, Jonathan <laughs> Swift. The dolly bird had tarted herself up, fully up, with a new range of perm, pink lippy, and some super bonza glad rags showing all the entrances to a shop of point carbides. <laughs> A real dinky die true blue looker, you know. So sorry, so just just a note there. Um, it's Ranga. <laughs> Ranga. Ranga. Okay. Ranga. With a new Ranga perm. Yes, her part Lebanese heritage might very well be the contributor to her aesthetically pleasing physical form. It must never be spoken in polite companies, of course, but I imagine it might be somewhat flattering for Dean to have a wife that other gentlemen wish to covet. She was dressed up to the nines on said occasion, I must say with a new permanent style and signature lipstick, especially for the occasion. She's just delightful and fantastic company too. So with all the Dutch courage I could feather Duster, I asked Dino straight to his meat pies. Dino, I'm going to root your missus. Normally he'd say something like, don't come the raw prawn with me. Then I'd get a swift kick to the jazz jats crackers, but bugger me, he was so pissed up on the chefs. The larkin said to me, Dazza, if she wants to touch your gnarled up bottle brush, then go at it, son. No harm, no dairy farm, okay? Hell, I gotta shoot through past the black stump to whoop whoop to see a man about a dog anyway. <laughs> oh, oh dear. I'd rather root you than some other dirty cunt who won't treat her like the classy lady she is. Just don't get her up the duff, okay? So, um, I, 
I kind of like the idea of jazz crackers. <laughs> jazz, jazz crackers, I know. I meant to say jazz. <laughs> and it just came out. That makes me think of a whole Sorry. different thing. Jazz crackers. <laughs> I was, yeah, the all-white jazz band. That's right. I was thinking of that. What, what's, what's that? It's, it's got to be in the South, though. It's like 1920s in the South. It's the all-white jazz band. <laughs> the jazz crackers. <laughs> It's like Alabama in 1927. It's the Jazz Crackers. I must have been overcome with her majestical beauty because something took hold of me. Frightful urge. I simply could not resist asking Dean if there was any possibility engaging in carnal relations with his wife, Deborah. I was not aware that they were engaged in the swinging lifestyle or anything like that. And in hindsight, I wonder why Dean did not strongly but politely put me in my place. But he said to me that he would not oppose if Deborah agreed. I guess the old adage is true sometimes that fortunate favours the bold. Yes, without the addition of what they call Dutch courage from the Victoria Bitters and Bundaberg Rums, none of this may have ever happened. That is true. I must remember to thank the owners of those fine beverages in writing. Dean did have an important engagement with a colleague that evening, so he began to make his leave and reminded me to treat her with the respect deserved of such a fine and upstanding lady and use some kind of prophylactic device. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Note for you, Hank. Um, You're rushing. Uh, Opposite of premature ejaculation. (laughs) Retarded ejaculation. Ooh, can't (laughs) say retarded. Ooh, that's a bad word. Ooh, you're not supposed to say retarded. As, as a terminology for ejaculation that takes a long time, that is the term, I believe. I was going to say he used it in a um, politically correct way. He used it in the correct sense? Yeah. Okay. I'm just a retard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. My wife is so pure. Uh, all right. Back to the Bogan script. Well, did that not make me ha- crack half a stiffy? Too right. I was half maggoted and fully barred up. So I asked her right in front of her old man Dingo, Oi, fancy a root? And fuck me up the bindi, Erwin. <laughs> she said in that sexy voice of hers, Yeah, all right, go on. You want to do it here in the dunnies or be all classy-like? <laughs> well, um, even telling you this story now, it is most difficult for me to maintain polite language and not delve into vulgarity. I should have waited until Dean left to make the inquiry, but I suppose I was too excited and did not wish this opportunity to pass me by. Opportunity, knockers would be most uncouth to say, despite being a most apropos piece of wordplay for this situation. Apropos? Do you not agree? (laughs) Apropos. Come on, man. I'm not familiar with that word. (laughs) Apropos. Thank you. I asked Deborah whether she would at all be interested in anything more than my polite company for the evening. And to my great surprise, she said yes and made an inquiry back to me on the setting of this particular affair. Well, that was all I needed to dump Dino faster than a session in the chunder box after a 4X bath centurion while playing Fonzie's You're the Voice on Loop. So we chuffed off back to her flat and me shagging wagon for some real fancy goon, coon, and poon. <laughs> My wife liked the goon, goon, and boon. <laughs> the goon, goon, and boon. What do you think that means, honey? Um, have sex? I reckon it does. I yeah. don't know. I, I don't know either. I was. I, I thought somebody would explain. What it sounded like. Poon, I think, is the pussy. Yes. Goon is uh, cask wine. 
<laughs> and Coon is a brand of cheese in Australia named after the Coon family. Coon means something different in America. It's not very polite, actually. They won a law case. They went to court on the offensiveness of mm. calling a cheese Coon. Yes. And it was determined that they were allowed to because it was named after the Coon family. The Coon family presents. I mean, even that might be, might be kind of, you know, like Velveeta is <laughs> yes. nice. That's a nice name. No one gets offended when I say Velveeta. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody gets offended, whether they be Asian or African-American or Australian. No one gets offended when I call them a dirty Velveeta. Get back on your side of the wall, Velveeta. Let's list all the nice names for cheeses and then compare and con- contrast with Coon, shall we? It's a cheese, y'all. Don't get offended. That's right. <laughs> maybe uh, not that one. Maybe not that one. Maybe not that one. If, if I send you some in, in the mail, then you can, you can really mm. use it. He said, <laughs> because yes, I, in the back of my head is perhaps my wife's voice going, "No fucking way, you're sending that. It'll cost fifty bucks." <laughs> don't send that cunt cheese. Yeah, don't send that <laughs> cunt don't, any don't, coon cheese. Don't send any coon to that cunt. Yes. <laughs> Again, perhaps we were being awfully impolite, but it turned out that we bid our farewells before Dean. To use a phrase, we were out of these faster than Matt Shervington at the Storwell gift. And yes, absolutely. And yes, my downstairs, like his, was also prominently featured, much to my embarrassment. We made our way to Deborah's apartment in my Holden panel van automobile and planned out our night starting with some of the finest wine from a cask block cheddar cheese and a slideshow of 19th century lithographic images depicting naturalism of all things more about that later after a pash sash and a quick route to open the batting we went walkabout to the bottle for a slab of tinnies then we came back for a bit more of ours your father she was real into it like it had been donkey's years since dino had given it to her fuck me she even let me do her up the freckle and let me tell you, she was not as dry as a nun's nasty in there either. This Sheila was magical. Hotter than Jackie McDonald in her hey hey. It's Saturday, getting upskirted by Dickie Knee years. I would be interested to hear your Dickie Knee impersonation. M- Mr. Summers, Mr. Summers. Jackie is wearing pink grundies tonight. <laughs> Very good. Our plans were fluid, if you know what I mean. And when we arrived, we started with some of what the French call, don't call French kissing. They just call kissing. This was most enjoyable, but quickly turned into a dry argument when we exhausted our supplies of alcoholic beverages. Fortunately, the local bottle shop was within walking distance, and we bought a 24-pack of lager in convenient aluminium cans. This Victoria Bitter with a bonus sharp bite from the aluminium, provided the extra bit of social lubrication required. I am a gentleman, so will not go into intimate details, but Deborah was most forthcoming in the ways of our extracurricular activities in the bedroom, let's say. I cannot convey to you how extraordinary her talents were. Suffice to say, the Dean is a very lucky gentleman, and I shouldn't say this, perhaps should not take Deborah so much for granted. Oh, yeah, sorry. Before you continue, I also remember something else. Juxtaposing the bogan with the posh British or the the Geico accent uh, is also a commentary on upper-class people in Australia 
who some of them sound like they're half Australian and half British, more of a, a I guess, Melbourne snobby, snobby accent. So, Hank, use this accent when you go to speed dating. Sorry, say again? <laughs> that accent. <laughs> that accent, exactly. Talk like that next time you do speed dating. Oh, that might. They'll think you're rich. What a remarkable <laughs> idea. I feel like we've we should have been making notes of the tips for Hank for the next time he went speed dating. Maybe I feel we like can do a, a quick co- rundown. Yeah, I feel like there's been a couple yeah. that have come up. I want, I want Hank to be successful. Me too. We polished off the slab, and then she was running like a cockatoo lost his owner about a bingy egg from the grog and the dodgy prawns. And what the fuck am I even reading? What is this? I fucking, this is English? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't believe me fryer talk. We polished off the slab, and then she was, what is this, winging? Is it WH? I don't know what the fuck that is. Winging? <laughs> is that fucking whinging, whining? Fuck, I don't know that word. I don't know that word. Wow. That was that was a brilliant modulation. <laughs> yeah. That would be me pretending to be from New York. Yeah, doing, yeah. I like uh, that accent. That's really cool. The New York accent sounded 100% authentic to my ears. I couldn't believe me, Friar Tuck. We polished off the slab, and then she was whining like a cockatoo who'd lost his owner about a bingy ache from the grog <laughs> and dodgy bronze and bush oysters. Maybe that's why Dino wasn't rooting her. I helped her make it to the dunny for a screaming rainbow chunder because I'm a top bloke, you know. And then I wandered next door to bought some fags off her woggy neighbor who looked like a stunned mullet because a goanna had just cocked it. She said, fair suck of the old sauce bottle, Daz. We're not supposed to call them fags anymore. They're dairies, all right? Be respectful to the pooftas. <laughs> Darries. 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 Bear suck of the old sauce bottle, Daz. We're not supposed to call them fags anymore. They're darries, all right? They're darries, all right? I sound just like that. I don't. I, I can't hear a difference. I can't hear a difference. I agree. I, I can't. What, I, I fucking talk, I talk like a fucking Australian. I don't <laughs> fucking sound just like him. This was one of the greatest nights of my life. Kindly do not tell my wife. Let's keep that all between us, gents. Deborah and I continued drinking our lagers until again our supplies were exhausted. This fine lady could nearly drink me under the table, which is no mean feat, I must say. However, just as we were contemplating our next rounds of alcoholic beverages, she had a most frightful reaction, possibly to one of the foods she had eaten at the race course races. It was also her first time eating a... <laughs> Oh, really? Now you're just corpsing over everything. Bull's testicles. Yes. Well, they are considered a delicacy and better to eat all the animal than throw some away. The gastro-abdominal pain took her to a frightful psychological place, and I assisted her to the bathroom as any gentleman would. It would be most impolite to describe the scene as belonging in the exorcist films, no matter how apt a simile. After helping her back to bed, I realised that I had exhausted my supply of cigarettes, as had Deborah. I remembered that I knew a charming old lady by the name of Anastasia, who was of Greek descent and very proud of it. Perhaps our relationship was sufficiently cordial that she might invest in my well-being and allow me to uh, allow me some of her fancy Dunhill menthol cigarettes. Anastasia was a little down after losing one of her pets, so I provided some comfort to her. 
She then proceeded to spend an hour telling me how amazing the ancient Greeks were, and that allowed her to regain even more of her composure. She also reminded me that in this day and age, we must be respectful to people who engage in non-heterosexual lifestyles. Cigarettes are very expensive now due to government tax, as we all know, and many think that the only people now still smoking in Australia are heavily and irreversibly mentally deficient. You are a role model to us all, you fine gentlemen. Stop talking about cigarettes, I need one. (laughs) (laughs) Hank, why can't you just be a good person and get hooked on fucking meth or crack or heroin or something? Come on, man. Get with the fucking times, yeah. dude. We don't smoke. It's like 1960s over here. You fucking smoke. That's fucking ridiculous, right? Get on some real fucking drugs. <laughs> nah. Fucking hooked on smack. Of course, a fucker. Of course, my life is fucked up. What do you want from me? What? What the fuck do you want from me? Of course, my life is fucked. Fucked. I smoke crack. Um. So, does anyone else want to try the Geico part and give Hank a little break? I think Dave. Okay. How's your English? Oh, not as good as Hank's. Not as good as Hank's. You don't have my theatre training. <laughs> no, that's right. I don't have your theatricality. Uh, he never jacked off a theatre director. <laughs> that's what he said. That's <laughs> fucking jacked off a theatre exactly director. Exactly where I'm going with that. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> sounded just like me. But I'm also not hungover and don't have a nicotine addiction. But the cam girl addiction is real. Oh that, boy, that, is that. it! Let's talk about that. <laughs> we can finish the script first yeah, before we talk about the cam. Good call. Oh boy, is that the smoker who's coughing? No, that's Dave just dying of tuberculosis. Forget about it. Hey, forget about it. Hey, <laughs> they do pretty good American. It's like an echo. Back in her flat. I yanked her off the porcelain bus and we hopped back into bed and passed out deader than Daryl Summer's career. Our kip ended when we were woken up at Sparrow's Fart by the reek and carry-on from the Garbos. Christ, they were putting up a racket and a right pong. Garbo. Garbo. Garbos. 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 I returned to Deborah's apartment and once again helped her to the bathroom and back. We slept very soundly that night, I must say. At least for a few hours until the garbage collectors did their fantastic work, which they don't get thanked enough for. I chucked some googies and some snags on the barbie, (laughs) served them with Vegemite soldiers (laughs) and a pot of sauce to Deb's because I'm a total legend. Besides, her cousin works with me trouble and strife, so I'd better stay in her good books. Stone the crows, hell hath no fury like a dolly bird, done up the clacker, then left to get her own grub the next day. <laughs> fuck me and the fucking goat ass. What the <laughs> fuck am I even trying to say? She'd go right off and arc. She'd go right off and arc up, and fair enough too. She'd go right up and arc up. Right off. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. 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 She'd go right off and arc up and fair enough too. She'd go right off and arc up and fair enough too. Yay. <laughs> That's the best it's going to get. I decided that cooking breakfast might just be the very thing to settle Deborah's stomach. So I lit up the outdoor cooking grill and fried some sausages and eggs. 
I thought Deborah might like something a little special, so I prepared some strips of bread with Vegemite to go with the eggs. And of course, one must always serve the finest tomato sauce at every meal. Did you know that Deborah's cousin is one of my wife's work colleagues? I wouldn't expect her to commit the taboo of kissing and telling, but if she does inadvertently divulge anything, then they will all know that I'm a gentleman at all times, even when transgressing. <laughs> Hangs back, baby. So I chowed down and got me laughing gear around the tucker, but Debs was looking yellower than Kim Jong-un <clears throat> after one of his cheese binges, so she only wanted a few plain bickies and a Bex, but it did the trick. He's Asian. He's lactose intolerant. They're a lactose intolerant culture by and large. Uh, so I, I love the I love the idea that we're already, you know, it's already kind of racially insensitive enough. But it's it's about a, a oppressive dictator that does terrible things to his people. So you know, yeah. So we don't have to be sensitive to him. <laughs> I'm being modest, but the breakfast I prepared was most delicious, and Deborah complimented me on my effort. However, she wasn't able to join in on the sausages and eggs with her still feeling a little poorly. So I found in her apartment some Arnott's milk arrowroot biscuits and some aspirin to dissolve in the water. That was exactly what she needed to pick her back up and prepare her for the wonderful day ahead. She perked right up, took off her reg grandies, and popped on some crotchet togs. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, laugh, you fuckers. <laughs> this is this is all for my own amusement, after all. I slipped on me budgie smugglers and sunkers, and it was down to the beach to catch some rays and take a dip. To my Peter Brock, she bronzed up in the nutty without a care in the world. Not like me ball and chain, who is now more frigid than a meso- menopausal Bundy bear up Mount Kuziusko. Debs didn't, mi- didn't even mind when I sneakily slipped her one to wake up little Dazza. Christ, she gets me rocks off. Christ, she gets me rocks off. Christ, she gets me rocks off. It sounds the same. It sounds the same. I think I'm doing perfect. (laughs) I sound just like an Australian. I had the good fortune of some more time to spend with Deborah, and we thought that a trip to the beach might be in order. We got changed into our bathing costumes and drove down in my automobile. Deborah, it turns out, is a proud naturalist, and we were fortunate that we have our beaches where it is not prohibited. It might seem a little absurd to change into bathing costumes, then take them off to sunbake and go swimming, but for some reason, that is the standard convention. I couldn't imagine my dear wife frequenting a naturalist beach. Before we returned home with some much-needed extra vitamin D, I once again enjoyed her company if you know what I mean. Yes, we were very discreet. Some naturalists I've heard will deny deny it, but I have it on very good authority that it actually happens all the time. After all, do we not have a common evolutionary ancestor with the apes? They do not wear clothes or, or mate in private. We humans are a very interesting species, in particular our diversity compared to other species who are far more specialised. Why, just the other day I heard about another isolated Stone Age Island tribe who still live that way now and do not take kindly to strangers. Just compare their lives to ours with all our modern conveniences such as 
push through can tops and disposable lighters. But what can I do? Dino and Debs aren't going to split up, and me old lady looks after the ankle biters real good. Yeah, she used to be a right goer too, but that was donkeys years ago, when Bonzi was at the top of the charts, and we all thought Rolf Harris was great with children. <laughs> Flaming heck. Rolf went to school with me granddad. Yes, well, that's a good <coughs> good story, good sir, Barry. And it's all 100% true in the life of my golden panel wagon automobile. That was my one night in paradise in Deborah. Sorry, I mean with Deborah. What an embarrassing slip of the tongue. God, British people are annoying, aren't they? <laughs> I am going to leave my dear wife. No, sir, she is such a wonderful mother to our children, and I shall always have the memories of what she was like when we first fell in love. It was long time ago now when Jimmy Barnes was releasing songs about being an everyday man, just trying to get by and make the best for himself and his family. Oh, I do enjoy artists who teach about responsibility and warn the dangers of a life of excess. Bravo to Jimmy Barnes and all his children, or tin lids as he likes to call them. But screw me with a wallaby's tail. Look <laughs> at me banging on about this and that. Dino, the lady's blouse, do you know wh where he might be? I've been running around like a dead dingo's donga looking for him. <laughs> but look at me talking your ear off. How awful of me to take up this much of your precious time, good sir. I shall bid you adieu and let you get on with the rest of your day. If it's not too much bother for you, please let Den Dean know that I'm looking for him and if he happens to make your acquaintance. Farewell. Yeah, well, almost good enough. <laughs> almost good enough for man brain. Good enough for shit happens when you party naked. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Christina, you don't want to start again at the top? I feel like this has been an invaluable experience for me to go through it again. My Australian will sound even better. I think we could do so much better than that. <laughs> I feel almost like I should save this and go back through it with the New York. Like, good day, Baz. How you doing, you dickhead? You fucking all right? <laughs> How you doing? F fucking Baz. I don't know what fucking, fucking Baz, that name. I don't know. How you doing, you dickhead? You all right, you motherfucker? How's your trouble and your strife treating you? You got any hands yet? Or has she still got you like a stunned gala up a gum tree? What gala. the fuck? I don't even know what the fuck. Gala, I don't fucking know what that is. Is that like the bread? Is that like the bread that the Jewish people eat in the deli? I fucking love that bread. No, the fucking challah. I don't know what the fuck. The, the guy with the fucking curly Q fucking sideburns always calls it that. It's a fucking good bread. I tell you what, them Jews got a good fucking bread. We're not going through it in New York. Right you now. Look, uh, not right now. I'm just if saying we, I saw on the telly the other night. You know, I saw Steve Smith. Ball tempura. I don't even know what that is. Like tempura at the tempura. Japanese restaurant. You get a golden duck. I guess that's the name of the tempura fucking bowl. restaurant is golden duck. Golden duck. Yeah, the golden, golden duck, duck Chinese, Chinese restaurant. fucking restaurant where they, they serve tempura. Yes. And then it's, uh, they've, there's some kind of cracker in there. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that's a comment on his ethnicity. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't get into that kind of thing, but some people do. And they call us crackers and whites. Hey. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to bot. I'm going to buy a dury. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I'm going to buy a dury off of use. Cheers, mate. You're a top bloke, which I'm guessing means you're not a bottom. You're a top, which means you're the one giving it, which, hey, hey I got respect for both. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I guess as a way to reel this session in for my wife, I should say 
I'm glad that I was unintentionally humorous to you gentlemen a few times. There was a few times that you laughed, and I don't think I meant to make you laugh. But you you laughed anyway, so that felt nice. <laughs> I should also ask you gentlemen where you can be found on the social media. How can uh, the cants on this side of the pond uh, familiarize themselves with Manbrain and get in touch with you gentlemen? Uh, Manbrainpodcast.com is the website. Uh, and that has all of the links. Yeah, but if any, you know, anyone wants to follow uh, a bit of Hank. Oh, Hank wants to promote himself, yeah. of course. Yeah. If there's any birds out there, if there's any birds out there that want to tweet old Hank. Any yeah. grouse dolly birds, top sort sheilas. Hank can be found on um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Matt McGregor 69 is my tag on that. 69. <laughs> 69. And I'm also on Twitter. At Hank Evans, nineteen sixty nine. Don't go to the website. Oh, <laughs> just fo- follow Hank on Instagram. Yeah, yeah don't worry about that manbrain.com, People <laughs> just send Hank your dick pics. All right, just send Hank a nice pic of your shaft after you fluffed it up a little bit. Get it at least halfway there, and then fucking send him the pic. No dick, dick pics. Just titties. No dick pics. Just titties. What about vaginas and buttholes? You mind them? Uh, Hank, no, we've talked about this as well. Your ratio is ninety nine. Um, ladies to one man. Uh, correct. And yet he still claims by. That would mean that you do want to receive 1% dick, dick pics. Okay. All right. A little bit. So send him 1% of your dick, y'all. Don't send him the whole dick pic. One. Just take a picture of 1% <laughs> of your cock and send him 1% of your A little of bit cock. of cock's okay. Yeah, a little bit of dick is all right. You know what, they, what we say on this show is that it's not gay until the balls touch and then exactly. it's gay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I am gonna I'm gonna bid you adieu here and we can formally wrap the show with those words. But uh, I can't wait to have you guys back and uh, make you do a humiliating accent that you're incapable of. I'm really looking forward to that. That was awesome. Thank you so much. No, thank you guys. I've been looking forward to this all week, I promise you. My wife, not so much. <laughs> She's looking at me like you motherfucker. That's false. That's you false. I was looking mother- forward to it. Hopefully we're at least a novelty. <laughs> It's just a question of when the novelty wears out. <laughs> never. You can never get enough Hank. Never. Never get enough Hank. You're going to get all three inches. It doesn't matter. <laughs> always leave them wanting more. That's what I say. That's what my dad used to tell me. He said, ah, always leave them wanting more, son. You call it premature ejaculation. I call it always leave them wanting more. <laughs> Haven't lived till you suck cocked. What a, way, what a line to go out on. Let's, uh, let's call it right there, gentlemen. I enjoyed very much our time together on this podcast thank you guys for being on thank you a pleasure thanks guys no thank you ta ta so long all right everybody thank you for listening to this episode if you made it this far i really appreciate you christina do you really appreciate them i do yeah for making it this far it was a long one but i think it was a good one and fortunately we didn't have to pay long distance for that call Mm-mm. And they were funny, those Brits. Those. <laughs> anyway, before I say goodnight, I want to encourage everybody to please go check out our bros and sisters at the NSFW Podcast Network. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, please link a friend, tell a friend about this glorious bullshit that you just heard. We would be indebted to you. And shoot and, us a message. And yeah, feel free to shoot us a message. My wife gets yeah. lonely. Yeah. 
It's a, lo- it's a long night. I'll be pen pals with somebody. Yeah, yeah let's be pen pals. Yeah, shoot me somebody, a letter. Yeah, some federal prisoner, please. Someone with a felony, please write us. That would be very interesting. Yeah, I would, would like to hear about it. Yeah, so uh, shoot us an email, jason.almy at teamalmy.com. Motherfuckers, you can hit us on the uh, socials as well. Just search for uh, Party Naked Podcast pretty much everywhere. You'll find us. Until next time, honey. Cocksucking assholes Go to fucking hell No burping on my show God fucking damn it Tell me Cause I feel like I'm better than the haters Feel like I'm the Hooey God damn that's long How you gonna get that damn I killed Manbrand. Shitty Australian accent. If I die on the episode, absolutely publish it. A hundred percent. Hank's doing something weird. That sounds normal for Hank. I can do your homework. I got a shoulder knife, so you can call my mama's number and tell her I'm